When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, March 6th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for all of the playgrounds, most of which I never knew existed before last year, that are close to our house. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Target Pickup. I know that that we discovered that during COVID, but apparently it's been around for- Every time we talk about- So long. Target- Discovering Target pickup during shutdown. Kramer from Certified Mama's Boy lets me know that it's been a thing for, for so long. Longer. He was he he was doing it forever. But said. there's definitely more spots now than there were. Like at the one by our house, there's like eight spots, six yeah. spots. So they're definitely expanded it. And there's a second Target near-ish us. Like we have kind of two that are equidistant from our house. And the second one has like 12 spots. More than that. I mean, it's like a whole row. That's not, there's, there's never a time when all of those are full. No, no, but I don't think so, but it is super convenient. And I just can't believe that we were so late to the party because I get so wonderful, disproportionately mad at people who pull into the drive-up spots, but then go in. Yeah, why do people do that? They might not know, number one. Number two, they might be doing in-store pickup and they might just be confused. Number three, they're probably just jerks. They might be jerks. Yeah. I. There's nothing you can do about it. You, you know, know. What are you going to do? Because there's never, it's never full of people. You know what I mean? It's only, it's, you can't complain about it. But for whatever reason, I see those people and think, why are you doing that? I have never seen anyone, I have never had anyone be mean to me at Target. Target is like adults, like it's like the Disney world for adults. I feel like, okay, so that person parked there, but like, you know. Yeah. They parked in the spot, but there's like no fist fights. In the Target parking lot, which I feel like is what we should open with today. We had a crazy weekend that started with Jeff breaking up a fist fight. It was, it was two guys who, and, and just for the, for the record, because Callie's like, why did you involve yourself in that? I, I don't understand. And in retrospect, it was probably dumb because you can never tell who's about to snap. Right. You know, but it was between a delivery driver and a person, a non-delivery driver. But w- one of them, the non-delivery driver was older. The delivery driver w- was not a giant, you know. You weren't you know, scared gym, of either gym one. Rat, whatever. And there was another person down there who's trying to break it up. Mm-hmm. Right. And my thought was, and when I walked up to them and they were just doing the posturing peacocking thing that guys do that I think probably 90 times out of a hundred 
95 times out of 100 doesn't turn into a fight. What? I'm laughing because I'm thinking through this whole situation and I'm thinking about you walking up to people that are fighting and they weren't had, fight, well, they but they were yelling at, no, they were, no, like sorry. Nobody had anybody in a headlock No, they were yelling at each other. Yeah. And, and they were doing the, come on, come on, tough guy. Yeah. You want to be <laughs> tough? Come on, man. But here's what I wonder for you as I'm watching this situation unfold. Cause I'm like, Jeff, stay out of it. And in hindsight, I'm kind of glad that you got involved. Cause I think it was like a ganging up on somebody else situation. And I don't feel like that's necessarily fair, but what would you have done had somebody thrown a punch? Like, would you have jumped in and stopped someone? Would you have tried to pull someone off? No. Would you start? Like, I don't know what instincts you have that make you think you're capable nope. of doing anything. I would not have done that. And I, the reason I know that I would not have touched anyone is because I, when I walked down there to the two people, I was saying, my mind, I don't know what I said out loud, but basically... In my head, nothing to get to a level of violence, right? Somebody needs to to slap a baby or rob your house. You know, that's where violence comes in. If it's a traffic, if it's a somebody cut somebody else off in traffic or somebody yelled something, flipped somebody off that didn't, you know, made somebody mad. That's not worth going to jail for. But I was, so that was my first thought is nobody needs to go to, whatever this is, nobody needs to go to jail for it. No Mm -hmm. baby got slapped. No house got robbed. Mm -hmm. Right. That's number one. Number two, I didn't want the delivery driver to lose his job. Cause what a dumb reason to lose your job, Mm -hmm. you know, because a, a, a customer or a neighbor of a customer got heated. And number three, I was thinking about, the number of ring doorbells and the number of cameras all over the place or on phones that that could have ended up on social media. And both of those people could have been humiliated for the rest of their lives. Yeah. That was so, so because of those three things, if it became physical, I don't think I would, I think I would have probably turned around and told you to call 911 and backed away. Yeah. Cause one, Cause uh, you're just so not like that. Yeah. Like you get mad, but you don't ever get, I mean, I think you would never insert yourself physically in someone else's thing unless there was like a child involved or like if somebody hit Ellie, I could see you punching somebody. Of course. But I just, <laughs> I, I'm glad that it went the way that you hoped in your head. So all you had to do was walk up and say, you guys, it's not worth it. Take a breather. And then everybody kind of broke it up. So and you I got to leave. Th- and I do think my involvement, I think me all of a sudden a stranger being there saying, whatever this is, it's not worth it. Dude, just get in your, your truck and drive away. And he, he used, here's what you need to know about guys who are about to get in a fight. 95% of them are looking for an excuse to not get in the fight. Right. And you were the excuse. So as soon as I said, whatever this is happening, it's not worth it. The guy gets back in his delivery truck. And he's, he says, yep, listen to your friend. Yeah, I'm not the guy. I don't know the other person. And then the other person gets to go, yeah, you're lucky. He's here. Right, right. Um, but, but yeah, I just, in, I don't know. I don't, I'm torn. I have mixed feelings on involving myself after the fact because you can't, 
you don't know when somebody's close to the edge and you don't want to involve yourself into somebody snapping. Yeah. But I also think that some of the stressors or issues that are happening in this world is because people might be coming, that society might be coming more inclined to whip out their cameras and and virtually experience something rather than help somebody, help someone. And I would like to think that X number of years ago, however long ago it was before Instagram and TikTok and all of that, and that if you saw somebody in trouble or people in trouble, then you either secure help you know, mm-hmm. or you go help. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like that's so, so that part of me is happy that I did it, but, and, and, but I also wonder if that's stupid to do that. I don't know. I mean, I think I could go either way. I definitely, think- I definitely, by the way, I definitely judged the, I, I, I there was some ageism and some bodybuildism. Yeah. The fact that neither one of them were like, Bodybuilders, you know, giant guns like her, and that neither one of them, or that the one of them was older. I was definitely influenced my decision. Yeah, but I think also what you were seeing, if you see a couple people ganging up against one person, it's you're one hundred percent the person that likes to help the underdog or who's you know what I mean. So I'm glad that you were able to do that. just so the other person had somebody, you know, I don't know. I thought it was the right thing to do. And I think I did in the, in at the piece together, what happened was the delivery driver was backing up. And when they back up, they honk their horn. Right. Uh, Maybe it's a policy of the company or something that they do just for safety. But you know, when it can, I appreciate that. When a dump truck backs up, it's like beep, beep, beep. Right. Their car didn't have the beep beep beep, so they were just like beeping the horn. And I think the the non delivery driver party in the in the altercation thought that they were being beeped at, yeah, for not moving fast enough or something, and it just escalated, yeah. And I don't know, so I hate stuff like that, though. Yeah. Um, the other uh, thing, so so I have two other things for. No, I guess we have a couple of things. I think our whole show today is going to be the weekend recap. Because we had we- a really eventful weekend. So that kicked off our weekend was the fight that Jeff didn't have to involve, him, involve himself in, but it was totally fine and wound up being okay. And then Jeff turned into a landscaper over the weekend and decided I walk outside at one point and Jeff has a, it, it's not a rake, is it? I don't know what it's called. Your dad loaned it to us. It's, it's, um, it's a rake, but it's like a double-sided rake that helps you. It's helping us get the moss off of our backyard because yeah, moss, while pretty, uh, is taking over our backyard. It's everywhere and it's preventing grass from growing. So we, so I was going to scrape off all the moss and I did so much research. I know what type of grass we need for our yard. I almost went and got a soil testing kit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not going to get that involved in it. Um, but I did about a third of the yard and I just don't think I can dig down deep enough because what I've learned is that the nutrient, the, the fertilizer, the nutrients, the, whatever, the 
chemical makeup of the soil that allows moss to grow so significantly is also would prohibit grass from growing, mm-hmm. right? Because it's, so you have to actually, so if you want to replace the moss with the grass, you have to take the moss off, but then you should also turn the soil over several inches. So I think, so I'm, I'm going to, I think I'm, I've got most of the, I've got the moss off half the hour, but I think I need to hire somebody just to come out with one of those machines. Is it, Only an, is it an aesthetic thing? Like why, or is it because it gets too muddy back there? Like what set, because you, brought up the yard like once or twice and then it was like a done deal and you're like okay I thought we were both on the same page with it it's for ellie don't we want a grassy backyard for ellie yeah that's that i mean that's fine but how is grass different from moss oh the moss is just muddy and it doesn't oh, okay yeah you okay. don't agree you're fine with the moss i wish i knew that no, I just don't know anything about it, but I know you were super passionate about like, we need grass. Ellie needs grass. Like I'm great with it. I was just- You're great with it the way it is now? No, I'm great with your idea. Oh, okay. Um, But I just didn't know, you know. Yeah, like, to me, the moss is not forgiving if she falls down. It's lumpy. It's okay. wet. It's always damp. It's always damp. It yeah. smells just musty. Yeah. Grass is grass. It's soft. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just- it's grass. Because she can't really be barefoot out there right now either. I mean, she could, but there's yeah, like- Yeah, and that's another thing. Grass is forgiving if you step on a pebble or a stick or whatever. Right. Then, but if you step on it on moss, it's hard. Yeah. And it'll poke you right in the foot. Well, I'm excited. So we're into landscaping now. <laughs> well, kind of. I, I do have to, I'm trying to find somebody. We tore up enough of the backyard to where- It looks terrible. We have to do something about it. So whether it be we find someone to do it or- well, Jeff you don't want, ba- you can, I can rent one of those things. You know, you it, it looks like a snowplow <laughs> with a thing that in the front and it churns this yeah. soil up uh-huh. X number of inches. Um, I just don't trust myself doing that. Because I mean, of, conf- of the blades and you're clumsy or because yes. you don't feel like it would dig deep enough and then you would ruin the whole thing? Um, all of the above. Yeah. I would hit, I would hit the patio and take a big chunk out of, you know, mm. break one of the patio tiles or not put something up properly and a rock would come flying out like a bullet. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah. good point. You know Did not I mean? think about any of those things, which and is why I would make it terrible. Some kid's going to be playing across the street and all of a sudden they they go down. <laughs> what was that? Then I got to shut it off real quick and hide. It was me. Um, yeah, so... That was, so fight on Friday, that was on Saturday. And then the final part of our date, of of our uh, weekend, we won't be able to update you on until tomorrow, but Callie and I have a date night tonight, recording this on Sunday. And ever since you pointed out that what was really cool about our wedding weekend, last weekend or the weekend before, that we were so, we're at an event, we're at the rehearsal dinner, then the wedding, we hardly talked about work if at all. So that's my goal for our date night tonight. Okay. Do you have, how are we going to not talk about work? Probably talk about Ellie. Okay. Besides Ellie, what are we, <laughs> what are we going to talk about? The village's movie and how depressed we are. <laughs> what can we do right now to make sure that we don't wind up sad and alone? There you go. That's what work, we'll talk about. We could work harder. Yeah, we could work harder. So we're going to talk about work. We're going to talk about work. There are two types of people in the world. There are the people who make things harder, and there are the people that make things 
easier. Unfortunately, sometimes I make life a little too difficult. Callie, on the other hand, is always looking for simplicity and efficiency. That's why she is a proud owner of Caraway Cookware. So simple, so easy, so pretty. This is ceramic-coated cookware that takes hardly no oil or butter, and you'll still get your eggs and your meat sliding right off the pan. Plus, they look great, and they have storage solutions that make getting and staying organized with your cookware easier than ever. Your kitchen will be cleaner than it has ever been. Non-toxic products, easy cooking services, and over 40,000 people raving about their Caraway Kitchen products, including Callie and I. Me, I like to make things difficult. Callie, always looking for the easiest solution. And in our kitchen, that is Caraway. Visit carawayhome.com slash upside10 and take advantage of a limited time offer to get 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash upside10 or use code upside10 at checkout for Caraway. Get your kitchen tidy for spring this spring. Non-toxic cookware made modern. This commercial is for something free. Do I have your attention now? Okay, so fun frenzy trivia is what we're going to be talking about. And you will love this if you are a trivia lover. And, you know, we all need kind of a little brain break during the day. So this is a really fun way to do that. So here's one of the questions. Can you name the four best dishes to order at a Mexican restaurant according to to a popular survey. If you can answer the most popular answers to each question and beat the clock, you move on to the next level. Now, there are over 60 different categories. They've got music, TV, animals, celebrities, and the questions get harder over time. So if you get stuck, don't worry. You can use coins and gems to get hints and beat the level. If you love trivia like I do, you'll love Fun Frenzy Trivia. Fun Frenzy Trivia is an exciting brand new game on the App Store from the creators of the number one trivia app, Trivia Star. Download Fun Frenzy Trivia today to challenge yourself. Just go to the Apple or Google store and search for Fun Frenzy Trivia. Download Fun Frenzy Trivia for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. Is this Vanderpump stuff on your radar at all? It's on my radar because of how left out I feel because I don't know what's going on, but like everyone seems to be talking about it. Everybody is all invested. I'm not even sure who the Vanderpumps are. I, is it a family? Uh, I think so. I kind of am making a, in my head, well, Lisa Vanderpump, I think, I think was on a Real Housewives franchise, although I'm not sure what's one, a California one, There's I a- think. And then I think she got a spinoff and I know they own like businesses, like restaurants or something. That's all I know. Um... I know what she looks like. Couldn't tell you who her husband is or what he looks like or their kid. That's literally all I know. So all I know is that on social media, which for me is predominantly Instagram, but even Twitter a little bit, uh, or not Twitter a little bit, even the little that I use Twitter, it seemed both of those uh, platforms seemed I, it, there was a flood of people so upset at, I think it's two women friends, good friends, where the 
one of them stole the other one's husband or was fooling around with mm. the other one's husband. But people are mad. Out, I mean, invested as though it was, it happened to their, in their own family. Now, this is one of two things. This is either somebody's life and it's really sad or it's somebody with a great producer and, a, and great publicist. All right, here are your three random things for today. Number one, if you want to make a good impression on someone, ask them a question. By asking someone's opinion about anything, you will quickly make them feel subconsciously special. Think about this if you are in a job interview. uh, You can ask the person conducting the interview for their opinion on anything. even if it's not job related. So simply by starting the interview, if you're, if you're a guy. So if you started the interview and you were like, are you good at gardening? What can you tell me about the grass in my backyard? Yes. Yes. You know, he's really good at that. My dad. Yeah, he does. He's well, I don't think he's doing that to make a good impression. I think he's uh, just a human who is naturally inquisitive and curious. Yeah. 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 So, um, yep. There you go. Your second random thing for today is Baybell. You know, the ones that make like the little red cheeses in the wax. It's called Baybell? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I call it, I always call it Babel. Oh. Oh, I think we're both wrong. Is, is it Babel? It says Baby Bell. Okay, so it gets this Baby Bell. <laughs> okay. okay, anyways, they make the little red cheese with the wax, whatever. Yeah. Um, they're coming out with a new flavor, okay. which is Colby Jack, which is, or sorry, Monterey Jack, which is, one of my favorite flavors of cheese. Here is what I find remarkable because they released this thing, right? And then they somebody has to write a description for it. So the description is mild and creamy with a slight sweetness, which isn't how I would describe it at all. But then I was thinking, you know what? I should give whoever wrote that a break because writing descriptions of well, things that most people know what they are would be near impossible. Like how how would you, you, how would you describe it? I have no idea. And that's why I can't judge. Like how would you describe cheddar cheese to someone that who's never had it? Not American cheese. I don't, I don't know. Wouldn't that be the hardest job? I can't even, I'm not even really sure what the difference between sharp and extra sharp and mild cheddar cheese is. It's this, it's the equivalent of how hard it is to write about yourself and your bio. Like you're like, oh yeah, I need a new bio for work. And you're like, okay. And then you dive in and you sit in front of your computer and you're like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Your third random thing is the national day of unplugging was last week, but I think this is something to, uh, to consider doing maybe in a regular, on a monthly basis or whatever. I wish I knew about it. Um, before, because I would have liked to participate in it. But basically, it's a 24-hour period um, where you don't use any technology. So you just, they, they do it from, I think it was a Friday, uh, March 3rd, right? 5-4. Yeah, they do it on a Friday night. And from sundown on Friday to sundown on Saturday, you just don't use any technology. No messaging, no yeah. Phones, no computers, no grid. social media. So uh, put that on your calendar for next year or just commit to doing it on the first Friday of every month. 
those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Update Packet. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I invented a new drinking game this weekend. It is, you have to, the only problem is you have to play it at a playground. Well, that's awkward. Surrounded by kids. But you take a shot every time you hear a parent say, okay, you can go down the slide one more time, then we're leaving. Everybody says it. Oh my gosh. There is, because at one point I was sitting on a bench guarding our, because we took Ellie on Sunday and we brought lunch. And of course she only ate a third of her sandwich. And she said, I want to go play. So I was kind of guarding our stuff. So I was sitting near one of the big, slide things and I must have heard it a dozen times in the five minutes I was sitting there. Okay, one more time and I think one of them was one parent. You know, the same yeah. parent who's, whose kids had them wrapped around. Their- okay, one more time and then we could go. Okay, one more time. Then How many go. times did you say it? Um, At least two. Yeah. Do a shot. Jeff is talking about the pollen story. I live in New York State. Not not as upstate as Jeff's, but um, guess what? We do get pollen dusting now. Um, I, When I was little, I don't remember seeing that at all. I guess maybe with climate change, but we get the dusting. Um, we get it on our cars. We get it, uh, get it on our, we have a screen porch and our furniture on our screen porch will get it. So guess what? Dusting's happening here now. So it shocked me about the story that you said. I was like, what? They don't get it there? We get it here now. Probably not as bad as you guys, I'm thinking, but we do get it. Hey guys, I'm not sure which episode I'm listening to because I'm catching up, but these shoes on the carpet situation. Um, I grew up in the carpet capital of the world, Dalton, Georgia, and We were always told by carpet experts that it's better to wear your shoes on the carpet because the oils and dirt that are in your feet get into the padding of the carpet. And if you've ever pulled up carpet and seen that padding, that is disgusting. Um, So gross, which is why I now have only hardwoods in my house. But I digress. Um, yeah, so it's better to actually wear shoes on the carpet because of all the oil and dirt and grime and crap that goes from your feet just from normal daily life into the carpet padding is so gross. Okay, bye y'all. Have a great day. Oh my goodness, Crowley and Jeff. I I just knew it. Kirkland Bubbles is where it's at. I think at my friend's daughter's first birthday our friend group went through 22 bottles of the purple kind not it's not purple, the bottle's purple and the, the little the foil on the bottle's purple i also do love love the uh rose prosecco as well from from costco it's like 6.99 is it 7.99 now i don't know but i mean there is no better bang for your buck needed to share that with the world because I don't think enough people know. I just wanted to call in because I had a couple thoughts. Um, 
Thanks, Jeff. You make me think way too long about the hiccup trick that you talked about. It's actually, I think they're trying too hard to explain it. I've used this trick for years. I work in the medical field and there's medical science behind it. Basically what they're trying to explain to you is to take in a breath as deep as you possibly can. Like it can't just be a breath in your mouth. It can't just be a breath in your mouth and your throat. It has to be like you have to fill up your whole lungs. And what it does is it physically keeps you from being able to hiccup because your entire lungs and everything are as full as they can possibly be. And then you just hold it until you can't hold it anymore. And then when you let it out, you won't have hiccups. I don't know why it works, I guess, because you can't hiccup for so long. It's almost like your body forgets that you were hiccuping. I don't know. It works 100% of the time for me. And for anybody I tell it to, if they can actually take that deep breath all the way into their lungs, it works for them too. But it's really hard to explain. Um, I hope you guys are having a great week. And thanks. Love y'all. Bye. Every morning, you have two choices. Stay asleep with your dreams or wake up and go get them.